Welcome to Rollin' with Ungayo, a travelogue with weed. Join us every week as intrepid chronosaur Ungayo Bilam talks about life from the road. Every week brings a new city. Every week is a new adventure. Every week three are buses to take, foods to eat, friends to make, ideas to share, and joints to smoke. All that and dessert first. And now, here he is, the globetrotter of ganja, the dank diplomat, the bard of buds, Ungayo Bilam. Open his mic and cue him. Boom. This is Rolling with Ungayo, live and direct every week or so. There's been a, uh, we had a little hitch in the giddy up. Uh, there was a, a, a hurricane. Maybe you heard about it heading toward our offices. So everybody had to evacuate and make sure the power was good and all that stuff. But we're back in the groove and ready to move. We'd like to thank you and CannabisRadio.com and iTunes and your mom and your parents and and all your friends and people you like, maybe some strangers that were kind to you once. We're going to thank them as well. Okay, today is uh, the uh, 14th of September. And I'm in Sacramento, and we're going to start with dessert first. Apparently, chocolate was the theme this week. I had a really nice chocolate chip cookie. You know chocolate chip cookies. Well, cookies in general are my thing. So at the Inside Coffee Shop, I had a really nice chocolate chip cookie. A bigger cookie, a little crispy on the outside, little gooey, not too gooey on the inside. We've talked about how you have to have the right ratio of chocolate to cookie. You don't want to have a cookie like a candy bar with cookie or a chocolate bar with cookie in it. It's a cookie with chocolate in it. It was really good. And then I also had a um, chocolate chip cheesecake at Harlow's in Sacramento for, uh, for when I was at a show, I produced a show called the comedy burger, which is the second Sunday of every month. And that was also uh, delicious. I don't know. I had to go. uh, It was also, um, it was also delicious. It was really just a simple straight ahead uh, cheesecake with a little chocolate chip in it. And, I found like maybe a hint of espresso in the chocolate sauce. I enjoyed it thoroughly. And then last night I had uh, went out for Thai food and had the black sticky rice, which had no chocolate Mm -hmm. at all with uh, coconut Mm -hmm. custard or like a little uh, cream and uh, coconut ice cream. And it was it was almost like a, a breakfast cereal to me in that taste with the the dark coconutty uh black rice sticky sweet rice um and then and then the milk that's how i felt about it it's like eating a um an asian inspired granola that's how i'm gonna put it okay so that was dessert first right here on uh on rolling with them let's move on to the things this is uh i'm planning a thing this week i'm so today is thursday saturday i am producing with some friends of mine a fancy pants cannabis tasting party, right? So uh, people have been bringing over the uh, some marijuanas and stuff that we put in the gift bags. Uh, so I just smoked a really nice 18 coffins. Uh, wait, I have a list. I'm going to walk over and get the list of what I smoked yesterday. I wrote them down. I'm trying to be better about that. Okay, I have it right here. So I smoked the 18 coffins, which is a OG 18 because there are 17 other OGs, I guess, in the in much the same way that I'm Ungayo 420, right? Because there's 419 other Ungayos. That's what I told my grandma. That's a classic joke. It's it's never not funny. Uh, so it's OG 18 crossed with the strawberry diesel coffin cut, which is apparently 
a brand or a person uh, named Coffin, <laughs> uh, and then crossed with the Northern Lights. And it's got a really nice creaminess with a good, cushy hit, uh, great, great colors, great flavor. Not too skunky, more cushy with a, just a little hint of sweetness. And then I also smoked a uh, Pineapple Afternoon, I think is what they're calling it, although they may change the name. Um, it's a, a strain called Good Afternoon, which is a newer strain. Or not, it's, I always want to call it Good Afternoon. It's not called Good Afternoon. It's called Afternoon Delight, right? Sky rockets in flight. Afternoon Delight which is a great song about having sex in the daytime. You can't go wrong. But it's also a good weed. That is nice in the afternoon. So it's pineapple afternoon is a pineapple cut crossed with afternoon delight. And I had looked up what afternoon delight was, and then I proceeded not to write it down. Um, and that one's really good, too. It's very hybridy. It's really weird because it put me, I wasn't indica, like, I wasn't couch locked. You know what I mean? Right? Sometimes you smoke those heavy indicas and you just want to sit down and not do anything except maybe sleep. But I wasn't couch locked like that. But I also wasn't super sativa buzzy like happens sometimes uh, when, you, when you smoke the sativas and things. Um, it was really like a whatever happens, happens weed, right? You smoke it and you're like, okay, I'm up for, for anything. I don't necessarily have a plan. But if something happens, I'm down to get involved. We could do that. We could do this. <laughs> so we're throwing the Fancy Pants Cannabis Party, right? He got it all lined up. My boy Big Mike's bringing his 420 limo to pick people up and take them to my homie's fancy-ass house. We're going to sit around and smoke weed and eat barbecue. And uh, I got some, um, some terp sauce, which is not made out of terrapins <laughs> or turtles. It's not made out of turtles. It's mock turtle sauce. It's made with rich crackers and cream of tartar. No one, you guys are too young to know about a mock mock turtle soup or mock apple pie with rich crackers. But the point is, uh, it's a terpene sauce, right? That's the thing. People are, the marijuana science is crazy these days. It's crazy. It's not just smoking weed or making hash. They have it so that they can distill, distill is the right word, distill the terpenes from a strain. Right, the terpenes are the the things that give the marijuana its smell, and different terpenes have different effects. Pinene is known to get you uh, going a little bit, right? Like if you think about how train wreck smells, that shit will get you get your motor rub pumping. Uh, Myrcene is is a very mellow one, and it gives you the munchies. And then there's other ones that that you know knock you out or make you whatever. So I got some lemon haze terpene sauce. The other guys from the dab tables got some terpene sauce. And so we're going to turp it up and dab it up and smoke it up and eat it up. And there's going to be entertainment. You can still buy a ticket. Come on out, stoner. Show's on Saturday. So that was that. So so we're doing that. I've been smoking the good weed. You know, it's harvest season right now. So uh, all the good weed isn't quite ready yet, but everybody's sending me pictures. And I'll post some on my Instagram account, ngaio 420 uh, Everyone is sending me pictures of their great marijuana stalks and bushes the trees are huge up here in california right now eight feet nine feet ten feet just big old buds sticking out to the sky it's glorious it's gorgeous if, you, if you're a fan of marijuana if you like weed at all this is the time to call your homie who's got a farm in northern california and roll out 
and visit them and just, you know, kick it. Maybe you can trim. I don't know what they pay the trimmers anymore. We were just talking about that. This is a new thing, right? Back in the day, meaning what, four years ago, three, five, six years ago, um, trimmers were the, 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 the cannabis buzz was everybody had a big farm and trimmers. You needed trimmers all the time. And the money was pretty good. They pay you $200 a pound to trim weed. And you just go hard and you trim as hard as you can, so to speak. And you get some money. You come home, you go spend three weeks in a room with hippies and guns. And then you come back <laughs> with a bag of weed, sack of cash, repetitive stress injury, all those things. Uh, it's not quite as simple as that anymore. There's 8 million different kind of machines. There's a, there, you can trim with a hacksaw. You can, uh, there's like bins you dump your weed in and then it trims it all up for you. There's destimmer things. You just stick the whole tree in and it kind of cuts it up and knocks the buds down and does all this stuff. So uh, it's, you know, automation is taking care of everything, which is, and I know this seems like a ramble, but it's a point. This is why we need to start discussing universal basic income. And I, you may think that I'm ahead of the things or that I'm being ridiculous, but as more and more jobs are taken away, like, you know, when you go to the, Safeway, they don't have 10 checkers anymore, or the Safeway, the grocery store, whatever whatever they call your HEB, whatever. I don't know what region you're in. When you go to the giant grocery store, it's not always 10 checkers, right? It's maybe three checkers and then the do-it-yourself line, right? Automation. Automation is taking jobs from people, which is progress, which is the future, which is it's hard to argue. You can't fight against it, but you got to find some ways to alleviate that. And if we're going to continue to believe in capitalism, then we're going to have to come up with some methods. Okay, so that's a ramble, uh, but uh, but it's a good one, and you have to talk about it and think about it. My name's Ungayo Bilam. This is Rolling with Ungayo, and we'll be right back in just a couple minutes. Peace. Rolling with Ungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors, so stay right here. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side effects? They go on and on and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill. It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option? At Saturn Ranch, we produce all-natural CBD topicals and THC-infused edibles. Premium lab-tested hemp-derived CBD is the most important ingredient in our products. From topical bombs, salt scrubs, bath-soaking salts to tinctures and edibles, you're sure to find something to help. Family-owned and operated, we at Saturn Ranch believe in and use our products daily. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. SaturnRanch.com Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be. The Vuber way. 
Rolling with Ungayo is back only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. All righty. Early in the morning and I can't get right. And you're listening to Ungayo Velum on RollingWithUngayo.com. Some travel is coming up. I'm heading up. Uh, we're just talking about the farms, man. It's harvest season. I get excited. So I'm heading up. I'm going to be up in Northern California. I'll be in, um, oh, was it Hopland? I really should write these things down. <laughs> Hopland, the Hopland, Ukiah, Mendocino, Willits area at the end of the month. I'm actually may head up there tomorrow for a little bit too to see my homies farm because it's like I said, just it's nothing like visiting the farms and, and harvest season is special. Any sort of harvest, man. I've been to all kind of food harvest festivals. I've never been to the crushing of the grapes, although I have a homegirl who is a big wine fan and she just posted a picture on Facebook of her with her arms knee deep in a vat of grape juice as they're crushing some some French uh, if you're teaching Chong some fussy pussy. <laughs> so everybody does all that. I was just driving just the other night. I had a show in Brentwood, California, uh, and to get there, you have to kind of drive along the river delta. So you drive down the Highway 5, and then you turn onto the Highway 160, and then you curl around. You cross the Delta River. You, you cross the river like three times. It's it's a weird thing. It's a straight line, but you still have to cross the river three times. And uh, I saw a sign for Cortland, California, which reminded me of the time we went to the Pear Festival, right? There's a Pear Festival. Shit, Sacramento has a banana festival. You can't even fucking grow bananas in Sacramento. Sacramento should have a banana hammock festival, which would make more sense because it gets hot out here and people like to wear their Speedos in the street. They don't, but I kind of wish they would. I wish they would. I think it would be more entertaining. Not me, of course. Nobody wants to see my big old 49-year-old belly and hammock just walking down the street. You may like to see it in your personal life, and that's fine, but you probably don't want to see it when you're walking down the street. So let's just keep that in mind. <laughs> but it's festival season is coming up, right? That's that's my whole point because it's the harvest time. So there's a big harvest festival in Lodi. Uh, not Lodi. Ukiah, Hopland, whatever. Um, the Emerald Cup is coming up in December. Be sure to look into your tickets for that. If you're trying to get a vendor booth to sell flowers, it is way too late. They already have all 500 booths filled and a 1,300 vendor waiting list. So you might want to call your homie who got a booth and see if you can get in on it. But it's, you know, what are you going to do? You got you to plan for these things. So what do we talk about so far? We've talked about universal basic income, which you guys could all look that up. And that's just giving people money. Which, you know, you could do away with welfare, right? Uh, if, if we instituted single-payer health care and a, a universal basic income, you could do away with welfare. You could do away with uh, um, Medicare. Well, it would be Medicare for all, but you could do away with a lot of things. You could do away with food stamps, you understand? So it would save some money by spending uh, some other money. And... And, you know, well, it's going to make people lazy. No, it's not going to make people lazy. It's going to make people even more productive. Sure, sure. There's going to be a small percentage of people, of course, who will be like, oh, well, I get $20,000 a year, which is really, let's be honest, who you can't live. You can't live. That's hard work on $20,000 a year. I live out here in California, man. And even in Sacramento, where the rents are cheap, a studio apartment is going to cost you $12,000, $20,000 now. I think it's $1,400 for the fancy one. So it's $1,000 a month for a studio apartment. Um, 
you know, and you can, how do you, how do you make that on a $10 an hour job? You understand that's $80 a day, $10 an hour, five days a week is 400 a week. So you made 1600. If your rent is supposed to be uh, one third, I think is what they say. Your rent is supposed to be one third, right? So you got to make $36,000 a year. So now you need two jobs. So how can you go to school or be artistic or raise your kids? And all of a sudden you're working a nine to five and a six to midnight or whatever. That's just, that's just crazy. Right. So we have to look into this. And this is one of the challenges with capitalism. I don't know why I'm so on capitalism day. I think it's because we have a fascist in the White House. And so this is the time to look at at all the systems that we're putting together. This is that's the travel <laughs> discussing. Let's travel to the future. Right. Isn't this supposed to be a travel log? Yes, it is a travel log. We're traveling to the future where the land of Gene Roddenberry. And you don't need money anymore. And we have replicators. You can explore the fucking stars and meet cool new alien races and have sex with them. I know I'm mixing my universes when I say yeah, but it don't matter when they're Arcturian. That's from Aliens. Come on, you guys. You gotta you gotta watch all the movies. Um, but back to the festivals. <laughs> or what do you guys want to talk about? We could talk about uh trimming weed we can talk about ways to keep your weed this is the this is that time of year too right where all the outdoor growers are just starting to run out of last year's weed because this year's weed is almost ready so uh if you're paying attention to that when you when you cut down your weed plant this year if you're not going to smoke it relatively right away leave the long leaves leave the sugar leaves on there and put it in a bag and suck all the air out of it well after you let it dry a little bit of course you don't want it to sit there wet in a bag because that's how you get mold so you cure it and then you save it but you don't have to trim it first if you trim it first it'll dry out even faster and be gross and and un unsavory un unpalatable unpalatable would be the word like that we got a bunch of travel coming up we're going to talk about that in a few minutes when we get back right here to your favorite show in all the world that you listen to all the time <laughs> you listen to it <laughs> you boom it in you boom it in you boom it in your deep right here on uh cannabisradio.com oh not right here on cannabisradio.com because we have a few more moments to ramble around uh, what am I going to mention? So I was in Brentwood, which, which, um, it's a suburban, it's very suburban y, right? So if you don't know Brentwood, it's between Antioch and Discovery Bay. And Discovery Bay is like a, uh, not quite a gated community, but kind of, kind of gated y, gated, gated esque. Gated. You know, and that's the thing. When I look at these gated communities, sometimes I see, uh, a lot of like privilege and entitlement and not quite nimbyism, but um, like a little fear, right? We're, we're just so afraid of what might happen. So we're going to lock ourselves up uh, in this spot where it's really hard to get to. But then you talk to your friends who live in these gated communities and they talk about all the things on, on uh, what's that, what's that uh, thing called? Uh, next door right the website next door where all your neighbors get to gossip about everybody and show how uh subconsciously racist and ridiculous they are 
<laughs> this is one of those things that they were all complaining about uh, heightened vandalism and pranks in the neighborhood until some pointed out, well, yeah, all the kids are home for summer. So when all your little kids go back to college and, and high school and uh, stop having their days free, all these little things uh, seem to, to disappear after a while. So that's just one of those things. But I will say this about living in a gated community. Uh, they're easy to defend in case of dystopia or zombie attack, right? I was just out at one near, near up here near Sacramento for my fantasy football league draft. Uh, my homie rented the whole clubhouse in his gated community, and I'm rolling around looking for the spot. And I noticed, man, nice fences, good close together houses, two ways, one way in, uh, two ways. There's only two ways in or out, right? That's good defense. If you're trying to defend your castle or defend your, your fiefdom, right? In case the zombies are coming for you or we're invaded by the red Chinese, which <laughs> I think that's kind of far-fetched. I was on uh, Twitter the other day. We were having this discussion on Twitter the other day. And somebody was like, uh, and, and my point was, we spend billions, if not trillions of dollars coming up with newer and fancier and ever more efficient ways to kill people, right? That's what the military industrial complex does. America spends more money than it, uh, every other country combined on quote unquote defense. It's not really defense if we're the ones being the aggressor, but uh, just, we'll just point that out. Um, and then somebody on Twitter was like, well, hey, man, we need the military to defend your dumbass from invasion. I'm like, who's going to invade us? You, we have really great strategic positioning. Mexico's not coming, right? The only guys who might come to get us would be Canada. But you can't fight a war on the long the American-Canadian front. It's too long, and we have too many people. If China's trying to come get us, I mean, you could think about it. They have a lot of people, so they could probably do some things. But their their logistics are terrible. Their logistics are terrible. You've got to fly across a, a complete ocean to get to us. You can't invade. You can't be an occupying force like that. Have we not proved anything? Anyway, I'm rambling. I'm going to... Uh, I'll come back. We'll get back to this in a minute because I just got the sign that I'm supposed to go on the break. We'll come right back right here on Rolling with Umgayo, CannabisRadio.com. Rolling with Umgayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors. So stay right here. Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC. Symbol MCIG. Introducing Blue Moon CBD straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. 
Running a successful cannabis business isn't easy. Successful businesses need to have strong people to achieve long-term results. At Live Advisors, we believe people are the heart of business, and training people can help you infinitely grow your business. Learn more about our offerings at liveadvisors.com. Rolling with Ungayo is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. All right, here we go. See, my point is this, man. You can't live in fear, right? You can't be afraid all the time. Just, I don't know if it's because I'm older now and I've accepted these things. Some people get older and scarier. I'm older and more, uh, more fearless than ever before. I mean, I'm not stupid or reckless or whatever. Caution is good. But just being afraid of ridiculousness and, and not paying attention. No one's going to, we, we're, we're hard to invade. One, we're, we got a good location. Like I said, China can't really come get to us. Where are they going to fly in from Canada? No, you can't. You can't do it. Two, we're all armed and crazy. <laughs> right? <laughs> Go Wolverines. Do you know what I mean? Like, these are these things, man. People got to think it through. I was in I was in Nevada one time, and these two open carrier open carrier, yeah, they they were living openly on an aircraft carrier. Open carry dudes, right? You know the guys who go to the Taco Bell with their fucking AR-15 strung on their shoulder or whatever, just walk around with the gun on their hip because you know, Winnemucca, Nevada is a lawless lawless place. It's the Wild West. It's actually Elko. But uh, one of them was saying to his buddy, we should just go into Iraq and take all their oil and invade them. And I was like, how do you keep it? You you act like they're just going to give up, man. Uh, if you you guys, you don't look at it from the other guy's side. If if China did show up in, in, in America, we would be terrorists right away. All of you guys, you guys be the first guys to want to be all you little redneck guys be the first guys to want to be suicide bombers. Or, well, you pretend you would, but you wouldn't because, you know, we know how some of you cowards are. Um but that's my thing, man. You, you have to pay attention to the whole thing. So uh, today we've traveled to the future where we discussed protecting your gated community from zombie attack or apocalypse a la Octavia Butler's Parable of the Sower. Everybody read that book. If you ever read that book, read that book, Parable of the Sower. I expect a report in three weeks um, telling me how you feel about it. We also talked about the future of the universal basic income, which I think is a great idea. I personally think the minimum wage should be about $20 an hour right now at a a minimum. This is so people can have a life. You can work your nine to five. That used to be the whole point of the minimum wage, right? It wasn't, oh, it's for entry level jobs. Oh, it's for whatnot. That's like, it's, you're supposed to be able to live to pay rent, man. If you've got a minimum wage job and you can't have a, a, a one bedroom apartment, Right. I'm not even saying a one bedroom apartment or a car. I'm saying you work minimum wage. You can't even afford a one bedroom apartment. Right. You work minimum wage for Walmart. You still got to get food stamps. You understand where I'm coming from? So who's who's living off the government teeth? Is it Walmart because they make billions of dollars and they don't pay their their employees a fair wage? Or is it the people who work two jobs and still aren't making enough money because the jobs don't pay enough? The rent is too damn high. You understand where I'm coming from? So we talk about universal basic income. Defending your gated community from zombie attack <laughs> and the geopolitical st- strategy and, and logistics of invading America, which I don't really think, and I'm not trying to wish 
wish it on us, but I don't really think any country can invade us. Russia can't invade us, right? But really, we could worry about nuclear war, I suppose, but that's mutually assured destruction. And um, brother Korean, brother King, Kim, King, Kim Jong-un, Kim, is it the ill? Is he the ill one or is he the only one? The Kim, Kim Jong-un is flying ICBMs and shit into the ocean. But I don't think that that would be a good idea for them. I mean, that's a, it's a suicide mission. What do you prove after that? So you nuke somewhere in Japan, you nuke somewhere in China, you nuke somewhere in California, if your missile can reach and you just bring, holy hell, you just signed a death warrant for every single citizen in your country. Right? So, I mean, listen, as a negotiating ploy with crazy people, it is, sometimes understandable to act crazy because they don't always recognize other things, which is why I feel sometimes like California should start the negotiations at, yeah, well, we're going to secede and we'll take our sixth largest economy with us. And then we can start from there. Right. Cause you got to negotiate with the guy who's crazy. He's like, we're going to cut off all your heads and eat your children. Yeah. So that's the thing you gotta, anyway, I'm, I'm rambling because I've only had coffee and not weed. So my thoughts are energetic, but not focused. Um, you can see me September 30th in Hopland at the Harvest Festival. You can see me in other places that I have written down for shows later on <laughs> this month. Just follow me on Twitter, N-G-A-I-O-420. Follow me on uh instagram ngaio420 follow me in your heart follow me on the facebook um i have too many facebook friends already but i keep it public and open so you can just follow it says there'll be a thing it'll be like send friend request and you'll send it and they'll be like this guy has too many friends which sounds weird to me because is it possible it's not possible to have too many friends. You just have, you've reached an arbitrary Facebook limit. I'm not trying to be Dane Cook or nothing, but you know, that's what I'm saying. And I would like to thank uh, everybody at uh, Cannabis Radio for being safe and sound and and doing some things and, and producing the show and being hell of cool and all those good, wonderful things that they do all the time to make it easy for me here and we'll talk to you next week thanks for listening to ramble right here on rolling with Ungayo. peace the opinions expressed on this cannabisradio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of cannabisradio.com Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.